Hello, and thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week, you will hear practical and engaging tips and strategies in order to live your absolute best life as a Christian. So let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. There was an elderly man on the beach, and as he's walking on the beach, he finds a magic lamp. He picked it up, and the genie appeared. And the genie says, because you have freed me, I will grant you a wish. Well, the man thought for a moment, and then he responded, my brother and I had a fight 30 years ago, and he hasn't spoken to me since. I wish that he'll finally forgive me. And there was this thunderclap, and the genie declared, your wish has been granted. You know, the genie continued, most men would have asked for wealth or fame, but you only wanted the love of your brother. Is it because you're old and dying? No way, the man cried, but my brother is, and he's worth about $60 million. It's an illustration, but it's a sad one at that, because motive does matter. In the gospel, a man asked Jesus to interfere and help settle a problem in the family concerning the division of ancestral property. And he says, teacher, tell my brother to share the inheritance with me. Well, in Jewish culture, as well as in many other cultures, to be chosen as a mediator is something of honor. And normally, people would ask someone to mediate because of the person's good standing in the community. However, Jesus appears to decline the invitation and gives the reason for his refusal when he says, take care to guard against all greed. For though one may be rich, one's life does not consist in possessions. The Lord suspects that this conflict about inheritance is driven by greed and he doesn't want to take any part of it. A lot of family feuds are oftentimes caused by selfish interests for inheritance. Because of a piece of land or property, siblings would give silent treatment to one another. They would file lawsuits against each other, and in some situations would even harm or kill one another. To show his disgust against greediness, the Lord tells the parable of the man with the bumper crop. The man who built bigger barns to store up his harvest and secure his comfortable future is called fool by God. But why? What did this farmer do to displease God? There is no sign that the man is dishonest or that he cheats others in order to gain more. However, if we go in and we look at this parable, we can tell that the farmer is wrong in at least two counts. First, he celebrates bountiful harvest without being grateful. He believes that he is successful in his farming only because of his own efforts. Thus, he does not feel obligated to thank anybody, not even God. A second is that he depends solely on material possessions for his security and for his happiness. He believes that by becoming wealthy, his future is already guaranteed. The farmer in the parable is a fool because he forgets that all of creation is caused by God. There's nothing that we can claim as our own in this world. Even personal achievements cannot come without God's grace. We should remain grateful to God because he is the reason of all of our being and becoming. The person who thinks for a moment, let alone a lifetime, that he succeeds by his own effort only would tend to become proud and selfish, while he who recognizes that every blessing is from God would likely become humble and generous. Moreover, the farmer is foolish to think that his wealth alone would make him happy. 
We know many of people that have found depression, anxiety, and other sorts because of this way of thinking. The experience of so many lonely rich people is a proof that possessions do not guarantee life and happiness. In fact, there is more to life than money and material things. What about love? What about friendship, intimacy, and other Christian values that are essential for a joyful, meaningful life? What does it matter if you have all the riches in the world and have no real friends? What does it profit if you succeed to get a bigger share of inheritance, but you lose a brother or a sister in the process? Would not love and intimacy in the family be more important than a piece of property? In Ecclesiastes chapter 1, we are told that all things are vanity. When death comes, all of our human achievements, including our material possessions and honorific titles, will all be left behind. The Apostle Paul wisely admonished that we better set our hearts on what pertains to higher realms and not the things of this earth. Don't put them on here. And what are these higher things that Paul is talking about? What else but the virtues that Christ our Lord would like us to have, such as love and compassion, generosity, mercy, and forgiveness. These virtues, the virtues of Christ, those virtues will accompany us to heaven, not our earthly honors, not our earthly possessions. The question is, do our motives agree with Paul's words? Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Once again, I want to thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle, subscribing to it, and sharing it with those that you love. As always, it is my prayer that God be with you and that you seek Him in all things. Until next time, God bless.